It's time for It's the Way of Love Live. It's, it's the, the Way, way of, of Love Live. The variety show committed to bringing you positive stories and life-affirming messages. Combined with enough inspirational music and satirical comedy to make it worth everyone's while. With informative interviews and dynamic guests, we present the best of what our global community has to offer. In a format we lovingly call Short Attention Span Theater, we combine vaudevillian styles with futuristic sound effects technology <laughs> for maximum entertainment value. Together we focus on the most important issues of the day by exploring informed and enlightened approaches wherever we can find them. Using serialized fiction, we bring to life great stories from the past and sci-fi possibilities of the future. Thank you for joining us in our multimedia foray into the positive possibilities of our planet. Hang on, you never know what to expect. Here we go. It's, it's the, the Way, way of, of Love, love Live! Number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. Welcome to the Beatles universe. Number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. This is MC Hager. It's the way of love live. And today is about the Beatles spirituality. deep into the metacosmos that is Beatlemania. Now we have a challenge here at KZSE. Because of our streaming mandates, we can only play three of any one artist in an hour's time. So how can we explore one band like the Beatles or even one aspect of one band like the Beatles? Well, we can do that by picking only three songs that are the Beatles, and this is one of them. Revolution Number no. 9 by the Beatles, one of the most experimental and controversial tracks put on the White Album. And it's fortunate it's just long enough to be my in-between track, and we're going to be coming back to that. Just allow it to be its trippy self there in the background as we discuss the Beatles' spirituality. Now, as I titled that, it is the Beatle singular spirituality. And that's because in many ways we are talking about one Beatle when we look back, and that is George Harrison. But if it is the spirituality of a Beatle, we have to kind of reflect all the spiritualities. And so... We have three songs by the Beatles, including this one. We have three songs by George Harrison. Three songs by John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band. Three songs by Paul McCartney. And one song by <laughs> Reginald Sparky. Richard Starkey? No. Ringo Starr. And that is nothing to reflect against the drummer god who is yet again poised to flash across the universe with his all-star band. But we're just going to bring it full circle with Ringo in the end. But a little 
background. So when I was getting my degree in speech at Northwestern University, we had to give a speech on a persuasive topic that we were to persuade people upon something of which they may not already believe. We could choose any topic. So I chose for my topic that George Harrison was the most important Beatle. Now, in this particular program, there were a lot of great speeches about important things that people needed to be persuaded about, about environmental destruction and about uh, 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 oppression in, in other countries and all sorts of things. But the one that everybody wanted to talk about was that George Harrison was the most important Beatle. <laughs> How could you, they all said. People were arguing with me. My professor almost kicked me out of the class. I'm serious. He personally took the... He came up to debate me. He never did this with any of the other students. But this, he felt, was an affront that I would even suggest this. Because, one, it's obviously known all around that John Lennon is the most important Beatle. And two, if there was an argument as to who that most important Beatle would be, the next person would be Paul McCartney. Then he said, yes, let's talk about George Harrison. Now, believe it or not, I held my ground. I said, you know what? When they came out of the Beatles, it was not John Lennon or Paul McCartney that was getting the whole world to dance around the same song, number ones, left and right, number one album, number one song. In 1970, that was George Harrison with All Things Must Pass. And now... Why do I bring it up now, you say? Because in 1970, something was the number one album in the United States. What is important about that? Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, in 2021, August, the number one album in the United States, Billboard 100, is All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. How is that possible? Well, he released it and then redigitized it and his son Danny Harrison and the people they went in there to create another work of art re-released it as a new album and folks it's the newest album of any Beatle to make number one so the first and the last album I'm, I'm, I'm projecting here that there won't be a number one another number one but I'm sorry Ringo and Paul beat me out prove me wrong put out a number one album but the first and last number one album by any solo Beatle was all things must pass because they do all things do pass except for this very special album here's all things must pass by george harrison as we launch to explore the beatles spirituality Doesn't lie 
face another day Now the darkness only stays the night time is a basic reflection of the spirituality what amazes me is at the time in 1970 the Beatles had always touched upon spirituality but they never fully committed to it and there was an aspect and this was driven by George Martin their producer a little bit to make it seem like that was taking it uh, just a little bit too far and not go over the top maybe people weren't ready for that and that's kind of why it was amazing that when George Harrison hosted the recording of All Things Must Pass, it went unabashedly spiritual almost every song. And there was one song that we'll get to later that was the most unabashedly spiritual of, of all, My Sweet Lord, and it went to number one. So apparently George and the rest of the Beatles, uh, uh, to a degree, knew something about the feelings and mood of the people that the producers didn't understand and that was that people are inherent inherently looking for spiritually nourishing content now i i said it, this is about george but really in the beatles it was kind of george and john freely exploring it together which is what led them to rishikesh in india for a very productive period of meditation and work and uh, for which they more recently uh, apologized to the Maharishi for what blew up uh, at the time uh, with a lot of accusations and John and, and George both said it was really uh, taken out of context. But beyond that, what isn't, or uh, may be, but is continually given a new context is the content that they created while there and the explicitly spiritual aspect of it and John was going along for the full ride so we're going to play another one of our Beatles songs going back to the latter part of their career but something that shows just how committed John was and this was released pre-white album as a special fundraiser for the World Wildlife Fund uh, but they ended up including it on Let It Be and Part of the universal acclaim and the continual timeless acclaim of the Beatles is that it keeps being redone and so we have Let It Be being recreated into Get Back, the documentary coming out, 
by uh, 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 Mr. Jackson, the one and only Lord of the Rings director. And then we had a movie a little while back that was envisioning the role that each of the Beatles songs might play in the life of a couple of young lovers. And that was Across the Universe. And this is Across the Universe by the Beatles, showing just how committed John was. Like endless rain into a paper cup They slither wildly as they slip away Across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves of joy Are drifting through my opened mind Possessing and caressing me
We are exploring the cosmos of the Beatles. This is MC Hager. It's the Way of Love Live. And we've been talking about each of the Beatles and their spirituality. And now we can only pick three songs of any given band here in a given two-hour segment. So three songs from the Beatles, you know. That's, uh, you know, there's so many there. And so let's just mention for a moment those ones that we're leaving out. All You Need Is Love, Tomorrow Never Knows, Within You Without You, I Want to Hold Your Hand. No, I mean, uh, not that one, <laughs> but a lot of them. And I want to say that, you know, it's hard and it's not implying when I say that a lot of it is around George and, and uh, uh, John. We have explored those and a caller, call back in the next song, please. <laughs> and we want to say that this isn't to say that the other Beatles didn't produce it and weren't going through it and weren't exploring and discovering amazing things together. When they were together, they were together. And that is part of the story of Peter Jackson's Get Back, that the Let It Be time isn't what we always thought it was. It was something different. There was some transcendence there. And so he wants to get back to let it be. And in order to say, you know what, there was some transcendence there. There was some powerful, real powerful spirituality. And that is Paul McCartney singing, writing, but the Beatles producing Let It Be. In times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Let it be, let it be, let it be Whisper words of wisdom, let it be And when the broken-hearted people Living in the world agree There will be an answer, let it be For though they may be parted There is still a chance that they will see There will be an answer, let it be
What a beautiful, beautiful song to have signed off on in terms of what we heard from them. Of course, they recorded it before Abbey Road, and they would record the even more appropriate in the end. But for us, the us this is the end of our Beatles material. We're going to continue exploring the spirituality of the various Beatles as they progressed and as they changed and as they released music for us all to enjoy and still experience the beautiful inspiration that was coming through their minds, their voices, and their pens. Now, we already talked about how it was George Harrison who really scored the first big hit, All Things Must Pass. It is the number one album this week because they re-released it, re-digitized. What a smash, right? Well, to do it, he had his huge estate, and he uh, uh, invited so many different artists and producers. Phil Spector came in and messed things up a little bit. I'm sorry, that was my opinion of Phil, but uh, George shared that too later. But anyway, they created a huge symphonic masterpiece that obviously stands the test of time. Now, Paul McCartney had been the one known for huge symphonic masterpieces, and he decided he wanted to change a little bit. So he and Linda went off to a farm in Scotland and recorded Ram and just crazy, natural, back-to-the-earth kind of stuff. And I tell you, I'm, I'm kind of amazed that he went that way to basically was kind of a response to the folk music you know, revolution that was going on. But it was already over. He could have done anything that he wanted. He wanted to explore this. And I was amazed that he dove so deeply into the sort of rural agrarian aspect of, of what his life could be. And in a second, we're going to talk about how the Ruddles would parody that with Let's Be Natural. But that's when we get to the way of laughs in a second. Right now, I'm just going to be amazed because what they did, he and Linda, you know, really actually changed a lot of people's lives, particularly in the touring business. Uh, You know, I'm a vegetarian for many years and I was able to actually remain a vegetarian in many rock and roll shows because of the role of both Paul and Linda, and so I give them thanks. Many thanks to Linda, may she rest in peace, and thank you, Paul, for continuing to represent important causes like animal welfare and whatnot, and clean and and healthy food. I'm amazed, so maybe I should be. Maybe I'm amazed like Paul McCartney. Maybe I'm amazed, Paul McCartney.
MC Hager, welcome back. We are exploring the spirituality of the Beatle. Each one. This is It's a Way of Love Live. Thank you for tuning in to KBCZ 89.3 FM, Boulder Creek Community Radio, and www.kbcz.org. That's it for the Beatles. And that might be it for Paul. We'll see if we get time for the last of his spiritual songs. But let's talk a little bit now about the lighter side and the Ruttles. We're a group called the Rutland National Choir that were created out of the Monty Python troupe. Eric Idle was one of the main ones, and it was all about parodying the Beatles. And it was going to start out as just a single uh, made-for-TV special episode, and it ended up becoming a long series of different movies and different skits and whatnot. And uh, Dirk was the character that Eric created to kind of poke fun at Paul McCartney a little bit and his whole approach and so this is uh, uh, where they were at the time Eric and Idol and Paul McCartney were of course close friends and so this is the Ruttles the Ruttles was the Rutland National Choir parody band of the Beatles and uh, like I said head by, headed by Eric Idol and uh, this is his version of making fun of the back to nature movement that he sensed and, and Paul McCartney's songs in general like Blackbird and this is Let's Be Natural by the Ruddles. Dirk had become enamored of Martini, a French actress who spoke no English and precious little French. When they married in London, the service was conducted in Spanish, Italian, and Chinese to be on the safe side. You, I love you, I love, I love. It's you, I love. Today is our wedding day. That's the Ruddles. It sounds like the Beatles, right? If somebody just turned in, you might not have known that wasn't the Beatles. That was the Ruddles. Let's be natural. See, that's how I spread it out. All about the Beatles, but only beat three Beatles songs? That's incredible. That's right. Now, we talked about... Uh, now, Paul, he was developing a more personal side, more intimate side of his spirituality. And uh, John was getting a little more hard-edged, though. He was really exploring deep and seeing some, you know, instant political manifestations of what were spiritual questions. 
He started getting more and more politically oriented, but this was always connected to spirituality. And for him, the connection was Instant Karma by John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band. Karma's gonna get you Gonna knock you right on the head You better get yourself together Pretty soon you're gonna be dead This is MC Hager trying to shine for you folks and show you the shine that was the Beatles and still inspires us to this day, the spirituality of each Beatle. Now, while John was getting into the aspects of karma, which means action and work, political action, making things happen, power to the people, 
he was really getting into that karmic aspect of spirituality. George, on the other hand, was going into pure bhakti, pure devotion. It was about love. And he went straight to the top with that love. And that's one of the things that's so beautiful to me. People couldn't handle all the politics all the time, but the love they couldn't get enough of. So give me love, George Harrison.
was the end for so many, for the Beatles, for George Harrison, that was the point. Now, but John Lennon, he needed more and he wanted more. It, in Sanskrit, there's the concept of not this, not this, neti, neti. You may know it as, uh, you may have heard it with the neti pot, but it means not this. And it's kind of negating everything that isn't God. And John Lennon had a song at that period in the beginning of the 70s with the Plastic Ono Band that negated a lot. It said a lot of it, and it was titled God. And it said, you know, I don't believe. I don't believe in a lot of things. And it shocked a lot of people. He said, I don't even believe in Beatles. But he never said in that. He said, I don't believe in Buddha. I don't believe in Jesus. But he didn't say, I don't believe in God. And that tells me that it's not this, not this. It's not that. It's something different. It's something else. And so this was a very specific, different exploration of spirituality. God by John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band.
negating I don't believe I don't believe it's kind of what happened in one of his most amazing songs of that era and that's imagine now he's asking us to imagine things but then he says imagine there is no so wait a minute I'm supposed to conjure up this world in imagination and then take something out of it it's very sophisticated and the whole point is to lift you out of your limitations so that you may imagine what is truly possible John Lennon, Imagine. Imagine there's no heaven Seize if you try Green. 
Another song did, and it was attacked afterwards as being plagiarism. And that was George Harrison, My Sweet Lord. Now, My Sweet Lord, this case dragged on for years, and it established a dangerous precedent saying that somebody could be plagiarizing without even knowing it. So if a musician had heard some song and been inspired and not knew it, it could somehow bleed over into what they wrote. It really was a slippery slope. And, you know, George said, you know what? I don't care whether you say I unconsciously copied this song or not. But I'll tell you this. It's changed people's lives. It saves people. And so we're going to go out with My Sweet Lord as the height of the spirituality of the Beatle. The Beatles' spirituality. This has been MC Hager for It's a Way of Love Live. Thank you for tuning in. We are about all things love, people doing what they love to make the world a better place. And the Beatles sure made the world a better place, and we thank them for that. And I thank you for tuning in and tuning next week on It's a Way of Love Live on KBCZ 89.3 FM, Boulder Creek Community Radio, because we have so much fun here. I have so much fun exploring these things for you. And so right now... We're going all the way to the top. My Sweet Lord, number one. This very recent, 50 years ago, right around this time, as a tribute to All Things Must Pass, the number one album in the United States, Billboard Top 100 today. The number one song from All Things Must Pass, My Sweet Lord. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This is MC Hager signing out for It's the Way of Love.
sweet love. 